0: Hello everybody, welcome back to Bear & Money. I am Brian Berkley,
1: And I'm Alex Collins.
0: And on today's episode, we're gonna discuss three types of financial planning that people do. And I think the purpose of today's episode is really to understand that there is different types of planning out there and it's important to understand which type of planning you want. Absolutely. But before we dive into that, Alex, why don't we talk about what we're drinking today?
1: Yeah, tonight t- or today, rather, we are drinking the Newport Knights. It's an IPA from Rogue Brewery uh, down in Newport, Oregon. Uh, it is, it's is—it's a West Coast IPA. Uh, this is different than what we've been drinking lately. Is, this is a lot heavier. Um, it just has that, that that gravity in the feel of the beer in your mouth.
0: Yeah, the alcohol content is nine point eight, so higher alcohol content. IBU's at sixty, uh, so that high IBU uh, that we expect f- from an IPA. And you hit the nail in the head there, you know. As we were talking before we we hopped on to record today, you know, the first thing that we both said was, "Okay, this is this isn't your summer easy breezy drinking type of type of beer. This is more of." I can see this is going to sound really corny, but having this around a campfire type of in the winter type of type of beer, yeah. because of that heaviness feeling, it'll warm you up.
1: Yeah. It, it's that, that comfort blanket. So um, it, it 60 IBUs, it, it's not going to smack you in the face with hops. Like some, uh, some IPAs will at, at the same time, it, you still get that hoppy, hoppy taste, hoppy flavor from it. Yep. Yeah. So
0: try them out. Uh, Rogue, you know, anyone in the Pacific Northwest, you can find this beer. So try it out again. It's called Newport Knights. It's a West Coast IPA.
1: It's a good, so, good, good beer.
0: Let, so let's dive, in, dive into this. I'm sure many people, you know, the, the start of this episode, we we're talking about types of planning. I'm sure they're already kind of maybe as the wrong word, but intrigued at the fact that what are we talking about?
1: Right. Uh, and we've we've really identified three different base types of planning,
0: right? Yeah, there's three types. As you hear us talk about it, you're you're going to hear, and if you've been listening to us for any time at all, you're going to hopefully see which one that we uh, we approve of and tend to work on uh, with our clients. It doesn't mean that. This is the one size fits all solution, so please don't take it as that. It's just important; under, it's important to understand how it is you're planning. So mainly for the standpoint of, are you looking at everything? And I think oftentimes we have blind spots in life, and specifically in financial planning, that we aren't even aware
1: of. Well, it falls into that category of we don't know what we don't know. Exactly. And your experience with financial advisors will
0: can skew your, your opinion of the different type of plans that are out there. So the, the first type of planning that Alex and I uh, were talking about offline before we hopped on here is what we call product planning.
1: The, the key difference here, the key differentiator is that this is client driven. The client comes to the advisor saying, I want help with X. Whether that's retirement planning or college planning or uh, protection planning or cash flow or whatever it is, they're they're saying I need help with X, and so the advisor goes, "Okay, cool, I can help out with that," and it's just product based solution.
0: Yeah, and you've heard us talk about it in other episodes where we kind of call this siloed planning, where you're 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 getting to a solution to one aspect of your finances, right? So we get calls all the time. I want to make sure that I have an education fund for my my kid, right? And so this would be, and this example would be, okay, well, let's look at a 529 plan, right? That's the solution. It has some some, uh, pros around taxation of your money, and you can pull it out for your kid's education. Uh, It could be, okay, I need to retirement plan and I'm worried about uh, taxes, right? So maybe this is a Roth IRA that you start to look into because you're worried about taxes going up and and taxation of your money when you pull it out, right? So it's all product driven to solve the concern of, of you, the client.
1: And I wouldn't say this is bad necessarily, Awesome and amazing that we're solving the client's issue, right? Right. But at the same time, this goes back to what you were just talking about in terms of blind spots. And if you haven't spent 10, 15, 20 years in the industry, knowing all of the stuff that we know that is not known by the general public, you don't know what you don't know. And that can lead to blind spots and issues. Which takes us to number two, and we're going to
0: call this, and we're going to put this, if you, if you could watch this right now, I've got my fingers up pretending I'm doing quotations here, uh, comprehensive planning.
1: And, and this is where the client is coming to the advisor saying, I need help with planning, at which point the planner or the advisor uncovers the quote unquote needs and then provides a solution to take care of the needs. Yeah,
0: oftentimes this can lead to product-based sales, right? And not that product-based sales are bad, by the way. I want to be a hundred percent clear about that. Products play uh, play into the financial planning; they just aren't the financial plan.
1: Correct. And that so- distinction is super hard to to understand the difference between. A, a product solution and a, a strategy.
0: Yeah. And we'll talk more about that in, in number three here. Um, but th- this comprehensive planning, I-, I think the easiest way to, to really look at this is, you know, imagine going in, you're, you're sitting down with your advisor, the advisor's asking you questions like, okay, what, what are you looking to do? How much money do you want in retirement? What concerns do you have? What could derail your retirement? And then they come up with this quote unquote comprehensive plan where the advisor says, hey, you should be concerned about X, Y, and Z. So make sure you buy
1: this product. Sometimes, oftentimes they're asking the question of the client, hey, what do you want to prioritize here? And so they're they're allowing the client to dictate the the direction that the quote-unquote comprehensive planning goes by asking where do you want stuff to go?
0: And we get that, right? From, from a client's perspective, I mean, if you've heard me talk for any way, shape, any time period, I'm a control freak, right? So I, I want that control. So I, I mean, prior to Alex and I really working with one another, I would have not, I would have been the one dictating to the advisor exactly what I want to occur without taking the advisor's expertise in that um, because I was driving that message. And that can be good and bad. Right. Again, I want to be 100% clear. We're not saying that. You just have to know what type of planning you're getting to make sure that you can incorporate the plan in the way that you want to incorporate it. Which leads us to number three, and that's what Alex and I called integrated planning. And in the end, the simplest way I can say the difference here is integrated planning is strategizing to maximize your your assets to create the highest net efficient income for you today and for
1: tomorrow. Yeah. And and so I'm going to take the, we haven't talked about this, so hopefully you don't mind me taking it in this direction, Ryan. Um, But let's use the example of comparing this to say medicine. Product planning would be like going to the drugstore and saying, I need Tylenol because I have a headache. Comprehensive planning would be, setting a doctor's appointment and going in and saying, I need you to prescribe something for me because I've got a headache and having like kind of a direction that you want to go. Now you're still going to listen to whatever the doc says, but at the same time, you're just trying to address a specific need and integrated planning is coming in and saying, Hey, I have this issue and allowing the doc to go ahead and uncover what, what the underlying, uh, condition is that's causing the symptoms and then treating it the best way possible, depending upon what the circumstances are.
0: Now, that's the that's perfect analogy for what we're trying to get across here is understanding the symptoms and knowing what to do holistically, not only to cure the headache, if you will, but also understanding what's causing the headache and
1: to stop the headache from occurring in the future. Exactly. We don't want to treat symptoms. We want to treat underlying causes and make it so that it doesn't wind up becoming systemic or coming back or being reoccurring and things of that nature. So when you're looking at your finances, right? this could be, and I'm
0: going to oversimplicate this, um, which I tend to do. Is right, taxation. Taxation is an issue that, that people, maybe not an issue, but a concern that people have, right? And so some people say, well, let's let's mitigate taxes today. And these are the reasons why.
1: And that might wind up causing a bigger tax issue down the road. Where we would look at it and say, okay. What what is the
0: income, what, what, what is the, the tax laws, what does the entire plan look like? Where's all your money sitting, including your income? Where are you putting it? How are you getting taxed today? How are you going to get taxed three or five years from now when you need the money in a short-term type of an event?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then when you need that money long-term, when you decide, okay, I no longer want to work for an income How do you then pull money out at that aspect, right? So taxes has a huge piece on income today, income three years from now, income 30 years from now.
1: Yeah. I think you actually described it perfectly initially when you said taxation is an issue. It's a symptom. It's what we're trying to address. It may or may not be a problem. Because what we want to do is we want to take a look at it from a standpoint of not only what is the taxation now, but what do we anticipate the taxation being in the future? Now, we're dealing with what 50-ish variables, Ryan, around taxation? Give or take. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we have no idea what legislation is going to come up. Hey, there, there's so many different factors, right? And so we 100% know that we're not going to get it right but at the same time we need to at least examine the circumstances so that we don't wind up creating that bigger tax problem down the road. So
0: in quick review here, right? So we've got three types of planning models. We've got the product planning, right, which is, you know, let let's purchase a, pro- a product to solve our issue at the time. We've got comprehensive planning which is, well, let's buy a prescription that will maybe cure it, you know, for a a period of time. And then we've got integrated planning, which is, okay, let's look at what's causing everything. What could cause something to go wrong? What's causing something to go wrong or positive and how do we continue that into the future? How do we leverage everything that we've got going on and financially related?
1: Uh, what, What strategies do we want to use to become more efficient with the overall picture If what we're trying to accomplish is retirement income, okay, great. Let's take a look at taxation now. Let's take a look at growth. Let's take a look at risk. Let's take a look at taxation later. And let's take a look at at, uh, how we can, as efficiently as possible, generate that income in the future. Which leads us to the question of the day, Mr. Collins. Which type of planning is it that you prefer? As you elegantly pointed out earlier, you're a driver and you want that control and there's nothing wrong with product planning or comprehensive planning. It's just a different structure and different style. And in fact, you and I right now, based on some of the legislation, we're doing an absolute ton of product planning.
0: Yeah, sometimes that comes into play. So so head over to beerandmoney.net. And at the bottom of the page, there's a spot for you to either answer our question of the day or there's a spot for you to actually engage with us. Um, If you have questions or if anything has resonated with you, you're like, you know what? Let me talk to Ryan or Alex uh, in in person or virtual. Uh, There's a spot for you to book a meeting on our calendar. So feel free to do that as well. As always, we hope this episode was valuable for you. And Mr. Collins.
2: Cheers. guardians of subsidiary agents and employees do not provide tax legal or accounting advice consult your tax legal or accounting professional regarding your individual situation all investments and investment strategies contain risk and may lose value ryan and alex are registered representatives and financial advisors of park avenue securities llc osj 333 north indian hill boulevard claremont california 91711 Telephone, 909 1100 Securities products and advisory services offered through Park Avenue Securities member FINRA, SIPC. Financial representatives of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, Guardian, New York, New York. Park Avenue Securities is a fully-owned subsidiary of Guardian. Quantified Financial Partners is not an affiliate or subsidiary of Park Avenue Securities or Guardian. Ryan Berklo, AR Insurance License, number 15319412. CA Insurance License Number 0K24924, Alexander Collins, AR Insurance License Number 7264699, CA Insurance License Number 0H24806, Pinpoint Number 2021125515, Expiration August 2023.